Hey, thanks for queuing up the podcast. Before we jump into this episode, I just wanted to make you aware of three music marketing resources with an emphasis on one in particular. There's a good chance you're already familiar with my flagship title called the Gorilla Music Marketing Handbook and perhaps even the 5-Minute Music Marketer. Both of those titles are well worth your time, but I want to make you aware of another title that doesn't quite get the attention as those two do. And that one is called The Nine Irrefutable Laws of Music Marketing. I'm really proud of this book, and I think you would get a lot out of it. And basically what it covers is what I consider to be nine timeless principles of music marketing. So regardless of the new website, app, or tool, because they're always changing, as you know, these are principles you can apply no matter what. They're timeless. They tap into that eternal connection that people have with music and with music makers. So I think you would get a lot out of this book. It's available on Amazon in at least a dozen countries in both paperback and ebook formats. So go check it out. The Nine Irrefutable Laws of Music Marketing. And now, enjoy the episode. This is the Music Marketing Podcast. Welcome to the Music Marketing Podcast. Thanks so much for hitting that little play button. I'm Bob Baker, and on this episode, I'm going to be sharing a short section from my forthcoming audiobook on music publicity and media exposure. And I just want to clarify what I mean by music publicity, because a lot of people use it in a very general way. When I refer to publicity, I'm specifically talking about getting exposure through third parties. That those are typically like news outlets. Traditionally, those included newspapers and magazines, radio, television. But these days, and for a long time now, they also include uh, podcasts and blogs and YouTube channels. So in essence, to get publicity, you must reach out to someone who has an existing audience, either the host themselves or a producer or an editor, and convince them that you're worth covering. And that is an art and science all to itself. And I learned a lot about this in the 10 years that I was the editor and publisher of my own music magazine in St. Louis, Missouri. So the excerpt you're about to hear is from a section called Five Steps to Getting an Avalanche of Media Exposure. And this is step three. And it covers something that confuses and confounds a lot of self-promoting musicians. And that is what to say to the media to get their attention and increase the odds that they will respond positively to your pitch and actually cover you. Because that's your goal. It's not just to reach out and send a bunch of emails. It's to get the actual exposure and the coverage. So even though this segment is short, it packs a mean punch. So listen up. So the full audiobook version of this is like an hour and 47 minutes. And it does feature section three from my Guerrilla Music Marketing Handbook. So you may or may not already own it. But I did go through it and update the text and the script prior to recording the audio, so it should be up to date. 
for 2020 and beyond. And it will be available on Audible and Amazon and I believe iBooks as well pretty soon. However, if you would like to purchase it directly from the creator, the author, meaning me, you can get a download of the MP3s for just 10 bucks US. Plus, I'll throw in a bonus interview where I discuss creating multiple streams of income, something you won't get if you get it on Audible. So I'll have a link to that in the show notes if you want to get it now and not have to wait and get it directly from me. So take a listen to this excerpt from the Music Publicity Audiobook, and I'll talk to you briefly on the other side. Now that you've identified your ideal media sources, it's time to get busy asking for coverage, right? Wrong. There's one more important step you'll need to take before you start pitching yourself to the media. This step answers that all-important question. What are you going to say to each media contact when you email or call them? Sorry, but hey, I want some free press for my band's new album is not the right answer. You must put some thought into what comes out of your mouth or what emanates from your fingertips in an email. I know I've already covered this concept, but it's so essential I want to stress it again. Stop talking so much about yourself in I, me, my terms. Most band bios, cover letters, and email messages are littered with I am, we want, I think this, we did that, I, 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 I. Perhaps you're not clear about why this is important. You may be asking, well, how else am I supposed to tell media people about me and my music? The answer? By focusing on what's in it for the media person. The problem with all of this me-centered marketing is that it is usually void of the most important marketing word of all. You. Let's face it, most people are motivated by some level of self-interest. They naturally focus on themselves. It's probably an ancient human survival instinct left over from the caveman era. And that's fine. It's not a crime to put a priority on your goals and aspirations. But when you communicate with others, it's important to resist the urge to focus on yourself. As I've stressed in other sections of this book, to get what you want, you must cater to other people's goals and aspirations. You have to figure out how your needs can be met by helping others meet their own desires. From now on, I'd like you to keep in mind that what motivates media people, and all people for that matter, is what they get out of various relationships. Whenever you communicate with someone, whether online, in person, on the phone, or in writing, he or she is either consciously or unconsciously asking, So, what's in this for me? Your job is to answer that unspoken question and deliver something of value. So before you make a connection with media people, determine what your benefit-oriented angle is. Why would your story and music be of interest to the readers, listeners, or viewers of this blog, show, or publication? Can you find an interesting angle beyond, We have a new album out! 
thousands of new albums come out every week. You have every right to be excited about yours, but the simple fact that you just released one is not news. So dig a little deeper for an interesting hook that ties into a current event or something the publication has covered before. Is there anything unusual about your project, a band member, or a theme that runs throughout your music? Also, the PR angle you use with one publication can be different from the angle you use with another. It's important to find the overlap between the theme of the media source you target and some aspect of you and your music. Bottom line, when you know your publicity angle before you contact media people, your odds of success are greatly enhanced. Okay, there you go. So are you starting to get a better idea of what to include in your pitches to the media? You really do have to put yourself in their shoes. Look at this transaction from their point of view. How can you approach the media in a way that positions you as a perk and not a pest? Again, the full audiobook, which is an hour and 47 minutes long, will be available before too long on Audible and Amazon. But as I mentioned before, if you'd like to get it directly from me for only $10 US, check the show notes. I'll have a link to where you can learn more about it and purchase that right now. So thanks for listening. Thank you for being an artist and sharing your talents and your gifts with the world. God knows we need art and creativity and beauty now more than ever. So let's keep working together to inspire each other to create more, share more, and make this world a better place. I'll be back again before long with the next episode. Until then, so long for now. Right.